Tenakoto katoa and hello everybody. Welcome to the Lento Intervention Podcast. My name is Ben Adelberg and I'm coming to you from Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. Tene kamihi ke te mana whenua o Aotearoa. And we acknowledge the local tribe authorities of New Zealand. And g'day, I'm Emma Strutt and I'm currently coming to you from Durrambool country in Queensland. Before we dive into our conversation today, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. The Lento Intervention is an Australasian educational advocacy platform dedicated to raising awareness about the current climate and health crisis. And on this podcast, we invite guests to chat about topics that will inspire you to take action to improve your own health and the health of the planet. So please subscribe to and share this podcast and visit our website for the full show notes. And don't forget to buy us a coffee if you'd like to support our work. Season 3, episode 21, and this is our 99th episode. So for most, the norm would be uh, to do a look back through past episodes and the journey and a reflection, if you will, uh, for our 100th. But we're actually saving our 100th episode for a really important discussion, and we have a stellar lineup of guests for you. So we're going to do that reflection in this episode, a recap of who we are, uh, what we're about, especially for our listeners that may not have joined us at the start of the journey. So let's call this episode the prelude to our 100th. That's it. Yeah, we just wanted to check in with our audience, give a bit of an update. Um, and just say a really big thank you. You know, we've um, loved that you've come on this journey with us. Thank you for the listens, for the likes, for the comments, sharing, etc. We've loved all the feedback over the years and we're really looking forward to continuing next year. This kind of sounds like a thank you and goodbye, but it's definitely not. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Are we committing to another round? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. So, yeah, just a bit of a review. Let people know um, what we've been up to this year um, because it's more than just a podcast. Yeah, and we do joke often that it's just our mums that listen. Um, and sometimes I it must. does feel like that, but... Um, we do know we have a loyal fan, ba- fan base and it is happening more and more, which is so cool that we get out in the community. And I have recently been speaking at a number of uh, festivals and expos and a random person will come up and say, oh, you do the podcast. I'm a big fan. And I love that. I love that. It means there are some of you that are loyal listeners, which is awesome. Uh, you know, our numbers do fluctuate. And I think that's because we have such a varied uh, range of topics so you know not everything's going to suit everyone's interests but we do know we have a base number of listeners and then depending on the guests that'll go up and quite significantly in some parts so yeah so like emma says a big thank you to you our listeners because if it was just our mums uh just a daily phone call will be enough so <laughs> we're pretty we're pretty happy um yeah so <sighs> We started off as a podcast. Let's start there, right? We The, the whole intention three years ago, three years ago. Um, and I like a lot of podcasts, unlike a lot of podcasts, we didn't start because of lockdown. It wasn't a lockdown initiative. It just so happened to happen around lockdown. But um, we started off because we really felt there was a need for local content by local guests. And that was always been our mantra. So for what, 90 five percent of the time local guests australia new zealand and we've even now expanded into 
thanks to Josh and to Fiji. But Asia Pacific was uh, region was always or Australasian region was always our goal. Um, and that's how we started. Yeah. And I mean, it's no secret that our starting point was largely around health and nutrition. Um, but I think it really quickly evolved into encompassing, you know, more aspects of planetary health. And, you know, it's something Ben and I are really passionate about. And I strongly believe the extent of the ecological and climate crises aren't talked enough, uh, like in the mainstream, it's not talked about enough. So we're doing the best we can here to try and address some of that um, in our little podcast. Um, and, you know, of course, the time for just talk as well in truly passed, but to solve the problem, we need to understand it properly. We need more people to understand this so they will then take action. Mm. Um, and I think another thing just on that point uh, is also when it comes up to a lot of the ecological impacts, so much of it is actually hidden from us. Mm. It's, it's out of sight and effectively out of mind. And when I look back, when we kind of prep for this, although we're actually winging this episode, um, season <laughs> one, <laughs> episode 14, Gerard Vedderbin Bishop. Now, I don't want to single out too many individual uh, episodes because they've all been phenomenal and they've all been amazing. But that particular episode when Gerard went on to tell us about how to this day um, still in Queensland, so your hood, mm. Emma, is 1,100 hectares of tree clearing continues to happen every single day. 1,100 hectares. And, and that's just incomprehensible. And I think that episode itself is when it really struck home that shit this is happening here and this was this was our first season so this was 2020 that was at the height of uh the big burning of the amazon and the whole world mm. and even here in australia new zealand oh what's happening in the amazon it's like hang on guys do you realize what's happening in our own backyard and that was one of the points where we realized that you know the environmental impact is, is certainly um something that we need to get more out there. So like Emma said, we're raising a lot of issues. We're making people, starting to make people aware, but we also need to take action. So yeah. we registered as a not-for-profit with the view to raise some money and actually take action through yeah. some initiatives. And speaking of action, um, we've been reasonably busy this year with various campaigns and partnerships. Um, but I think personally, one of the highlights for me, Ben, is seeing how successful the Sports Gear Revive campaign has been. I think that's been fantastic. Yeah, so that I kicked off pre the Lenton intervention. I kicked off, I think, about 11 years ago through the sports coaching business. And that was always the concept of, um, you know, as athletes, we do go through a lot of gear, sometimes potentially too much uh but also sometimes you know when you make a lot of teams or you get sponsored you get a lot of stuff your way and i just found i was getting an accumulation of too much stuff i didn't need so it started then just it was more just through my own athletes hey you got some gear you don't need we collect it and we take it to schools in the low socioeconomic regions of new zealand and and at the time it's just purely the waikato regions but through the lento intervention we've actually used that as an avenue to do a bit more with it so firstly uh, a big shout out to Alterno Foundation who, who gave us some money to allow us to rent a, a storage unit because uh, the, the in, incoming donations blew up. Okay, It was a lot through some retailers. Um, so more school visits were undertaken. 
we've expanded this to the Northland region as well. But we've used that as a platform also to have and engage conversations with the kids. And that's where we've brought in the conversation of, okay, we're not just giving you this gear because, hey, we want to do some charity. There's actually a story behind it. So it's all about, yes, the immediate thought that comes to most people's mind is, ah, oh, but a circular economy, you know, you're, you're repurposing. And that is part of it. But it's also, um, firstly, we're addressing from a health perspective, we're enabling more kids to become active. So not having a pair of shoes sometimes is a bit of a hindrance uh, for a child to get out and play sports. So uh, sports equipment uh, and clothing, and it's not necessarily just sport clothing anymore. It's just putting clothing in, on kids, but getting them physically active and also having that conversation about uh you know, use clothing as an example, but clothing also ends up in landfill and mm. the impact of a lot of discarded resources, basically, and what that's doing to our environment and the importance of taking care for it. So it's been a really nice way to step up and, and have more of a message behind that. Um, but at the same time, I'm also learning that these kids know a hell of a lot more than we give them credit for. So yeah, fantastic initiative. And, and we only hope to continue that and grow it. And um yeah, and help uh, more communities where we can. So there's been other campaigns as well. Um, and one that's been front of mind at the moment is the Athletes for Nature uh, campaign. That's been, I guess, the theme of a lot of presentations I've been doing recently. And that's been around, uh, again, the importance of physical activity, but immersing in nature. And as I talk about in my presentations, there's a lot of science that backs the, the benefits of immersing in nature, but at the same time, nature, in inverted commas, the environment is also at risk and, and so on. So it's creating the awareness of what's impacting that and largely the food we put on our plate. So there's been a lot of discussions around that um, and then the changes we can bring about as well. So that's another campaign that we've kind of kicked off this year and focused on and it's been quite engaging having a lot of conversations with, with uh, various people on that. And that kind of leads in very nicely to one other one that we, it's kind of been there, but we've done a bit of a revamp and a rename. Um, so Planet Cuisine. So obviously what we eat has a massive impact on the environment. Um, and, you know, it's still in its initial phases this year because it's been a busy year. Um, but this mm. is something we're definitely wanting to really uh, – strengthen next year and focus on mm. put more time and energy into that and i think it's worth expanding a little bit on that as well as um, the whole concept of it and if you actually look at how we write planet cuisine you'll notice that the e in planet is different color and a little bit of verticomma to represent maybe more of a planet but also you take the e out it actually reads plant um, it's all about engaging um, having conversations and i have this a lot with with, um, with numerous people i talk to uh, you know, you have activists that will go out in the street, put, uh, you know, hold a placard and, and get out there and, and so on. But we're more about having conversations. We're more about engaging, um, using a bit of science um, and, uh, you know, having the yarn or taking the kapati approach. It's one of my favorite uh, outtakes from our episodes this year. So uh, shout out to Thomas Tothill, PhD student taught us about the whole Kapati approach, which is uh, Kapati, for those of you that missed that episode, I can't record number that is, just, just look through in the past. Um, but uh, it's, the, it's, a, it's a cruel word, a cruel word um, Aboriginal term in the Northern Australian region, 
which means cup of tea. And the whole concept around that is because uh, there was a conversation around how to better engage with Indigenous Australians um, when undertaking research and so on. And the whole point there is don't just get in, force your way and get out or get try and get the outcome that you want. It's more about sitting down, having a yarn, as we call it now as well, over a cup of tea, telling stories, and that's how you get more um, more engagement and a better outcome for all parties. And that's the approach we want to take is not being forceful with a particular, it's, you know, it's not an all or nothing approach. Uh, it's rather about starting to take, start a journey and start bringing change in and trying to encompass more uh, sort of a broader, what do we call it, sort of fields of view. You know, it's not all about, we don't all have to be vegan, basically, right? Um, and I don't think we use the term vegan a lot either now as well, because it's all about engaging. So, but once people start that journey, um, then hopefully maybe they will we'll become vegan. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. think you raise a really important point of like um, the way we actually have conversations and engage with people. It needs to be positive. It needs to be empowering. Um, allowing for culture within an eating pattern is really important as well because ultimately food should be a source of pleasure. Um, I think some of the discussions around plant-based nutrition science at least can be quite negative um, and there's a reasonable amount of infighting as well which is really not a good look um, and the discussion does lack some nuance at times so um, I, I like what we're trying to do there and just make it a welcoming open space for anyone who's interested. Mm. And you know it just makes me realize we've thanked our listeners but we do also need to thank all our guests because we've had some big hitters you know, as we call them, some big names, some world-leading researchers and, and, and academics and scientists and so on and health professionals. And this year especially, I think we've gained a little bit more confidence perhaps within ourselves to have what we can term as trickier conversations, you know, start challenging some of what we've maybe come to just accept, um, whether it be in, in, in the nutrition side of things or or in other sort of science-related environmental and so on. It's not just accepting what we're just being told. Um, you know, environmental circles, you call that greenwashing, right? If if some, someone's telling you something that's not quite right, we call that greenwashing. Maybe we need to come up with a term in, in nutrition. I don't know. But we're certainly having those conversations, but not – we're doing it to have a conversation. And, we tr um, and I think something I've always said is we're not saying – these episodes and all these conversations are not for us, uh, about us saying this is what we agree with and this we're telling you what to do. It's about stimulating your thoughts, your mm. thinking. Because um, if you don't agree with it, that's awesome. Do your research then. And if you come out of the other side of your research with your own opinion, that's our job done, <laughs> you know, because yeah. we're learning as well. Um, yeah. And that's part of why I enjoy this because I'm learning. So. Absolutely. And I think mm. it's just really important to remember that there's always space for respectful discourse. So again, like avoiding that negativity and the hard and fast black and white rules that you have to follow, whether it be to do with your diet or exercise or even like approaches to planetary health. Um, that there is a lot of nuances or there's room for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But we do need to accelerate change. And I think that is, Correct. it's an understatement, right? Um, 
you know, I recently, very recently, I think it's a very recent uh, interview with Greta Thunberg, um, probably about a week ago. And there was something that she said that was, shit, that makes a lot of sense. And she said, because she was asked, I don't know how it was asked, but it was the whole term around hope, because people see her as hope. And her response was, hope should be a verb, not a noun. You know, to sit on the couch and say, ah, oh, I see hope, she's hope, or our youth are hope, and they've got this, and, and so on. That's not going to achieve anything because you're sitting on your ass doing nothing. Hope as a verb means you've got to go out there and do something. Yeah. So, you know, we're trying to kickstart that. That's what we say in our int introduction. We're here to inspire change. We're here to not just advocate, but inspire you, the listeners, to get out there. Um, as, you know, as part of the Athletes for Nature, you know, one of our sort of pointers or mantras there is by you exercising, you're, you're inspiring others to exercise. So by you getting out there and trying to bring about change, whether it's change what you, how you're eating or, you know, eliminating plastic from your life or planting some trees or whatever it is, who cares? But that is about inspiring. So the hope component, but we need more. We need more to do the same. Um, I've been... Uh, I think, you know, offline, Emma and I have quite a lot of chats and I've been saying how, you know, I come away from a podcast episode very, you know, buzzing, you know, amazing guests, amazing conversation, we got this. And then we'll hang up and I might have to go do some groceries or I might have to go do some chores. And I get out on the street, go to the mall, go to the supermarket, and I'm just surrounded by the rest of the world that just seems to be oblivious. And then I lose hope again. <laughs> yeah and it's and a vicious like, circle it, well it is and like i know we haven't really talked shop on this properly yet so i'm hoping we're mm. kind of aligning in on the same page here for goals next year um but a really big goal for me is that the lentil intervention can somehow help overcome this climate apathy that we seem to have because you know like on paper a lot of people indicate that this is a really big concern for them but it's not always translating into action and i think a lot of people are you know, maybe waiting around for government or big corporations to fix this. And I really strongly believe that we need more local level grassroots campaigns to help us get to those social tipping points where those larger organisations can't keep passing the buck anymore and actually have to do something. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping that um, next year we can continue to develop relationships within our community and promote the good work that people are doing to keep this issue at the forefront of people's minds. Mm. So that's a good lead into our next little topic or, or point is we want more engagement from our listeners. Um, you know, another thank you is to those of you, we know when someone's listened to an episode because someone buys us a few coffees, you know, a few dollars here and there does help cover a few of our admin costs. So we know we're, lis we're listening, we're making an impact because you feel compelled to support us to do more of this. That's awesome. But we need to actually hear from you. <laughs> we need you to message in, write to us. Because one of the requests we want to make right now is we're continuing. So this podcast, as we said at the beginning, is not a goodbye. We're, we are going to continue. We've already got a lineup of amazing guests for the new year. And we're going to start covering even trickier conversations. We've got someone lined up to talk about, you know, degrowth. And we've got people to start challenging the system, which is brilliant. But we also want to know what you want to hear. Remember, we want to keep within our kind of realm of what we're about. So ideally, local guests, Australia, New Zealand, or, or from within the Pacific Islands. And of course, within the, the spectra of, of whether it's, it's, it's 
um, you know, health uh, or, or environmental related. So, of course, within those those areas. Um, but what do you want to hear? One thing we know we want to do, um, I was going to say a little bit more, but we haven't been doing much of it. Um, but we want to showcase success stories uh, because, you know, like Emma said, you know, we need to get sort of start taking on that apathy uh, that we, we see around us. So we want to demonstrate, and there is there is a lot, there are a lot of really good success stories out there. Uh, my last school visit that I did as part of the Sports Gear Revive campaign, Road Street, uh, Road Street School, uh, they have so many fascinating and amazing ecologically sustainable initiatives that's incorporated into their curriculum, the way the school's been built. Um, and that was just by chance. I did the visit and then mid-conversation at the end, the principal said, oh, do you want me to take you on a tour of the school? And for those of you who have seen the highlights video of that, it was just very like, oh, shit, okay, let me just get my camera out and take some snippets. But that's what we actually want to do. So if you have a success story in your community, it doesn't have to be you, but someone you know of, and that's doing, could be a community composting initiative. It could be, you know, it doesn't have to be your typical tree planting, beach cleanups. It could be absolutely anything that's making, bring about positive change. Let us know, and we'll try and get a hold of them. We're not, you know, creatives here, and we're not going to create a feature film. It could be a basic three, four, five-minute little video, short reels. We're going to get into that game now on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, but basically share these stories, and in some respects, maybe those could become a podcast interview as well. So we definitely want to bring more of that in. Again, it's part of taking action. We also want to create a platform to showcase that. Um, so yeah, that's definitely an area we want to um, to do more of next year, time permitting, because Emma and I are still, uh, you know, we're not paid by lentil intervention. So we have jobs, we have studies, we have uh, lots of other commitments. Um, so yeah, but we do this because it's, it's our passion, um, it's our interests. And um, so yeah, where we can, we would love to do more of it. And I think rambling on a lot but then that's a good point also to say if you want to volunteer if you want to join us and help us in any way funding is hugely important because we do have costs that we need to cover but a little bit of funding allows us to do a few little things as well so that is important for us but manpower that's or woman it. power you know discrimination <laughs> people, power. Uh, people power we have already our first volunteer um Molly, she's uh, one of my mentees, and um, she's helping out with the Sports Gear Revive campaign, which is amazing. She's volunteering some of her time, but so we can you can either take a lead in one of the campaigns or get involved with absolutely anything. So that's another appeal. We want to hear from you, but also if you want to put your hand up and get involved, doesn't matter where you are. That's the beauty of it. Emma and I still 99 episodes and 100 episodes, and we still to this day have never done an episode together in the same location. <laughs> It doesn't matter where you are, you can still achieve. So, yeah, definitely all about showcasing success. That's it, yeah. And to put it bluntly, um, Ben and I are old and we hate social media. So, <laughs> <laughs> Specific call out. I'll <laughs> agree with the latter point. <laughs> Come on. We must skip. You're looking very youthful. It's all the plants, you know. No, nah, the stress this, this is causing me. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, social the social game is not is not a strong point. Let's it's let's not. just be honest with that. 
we hate it <laughs> so if we you try. just want to do some social posts please 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 we're still loath about tiktok we really don't want to go there uh but at the same time that's probably where you're going to reach people right mm. so um but no look tiktok aside even just our facebook instagram but a linkedin bit of youtube twitter honestly i just can't keep up with all this so yeah shall we talk about our next episode 100th why should people dial in to our 100th episode i am fizzing at the prospect of that show yeah it's probably going to be a disaster (laughs) not a disaster actually i'll take that back but it's we've never had three guests on we've got three who are they emma and they are stellar guests. No, no, we've got a teaser. We've got a teaser. Oh, here. okay. We'll tune in to find out. But please do. <laughs> <laughs> well, one is definitely a show favorite. We'll yes. say that. And uh, the other, <clears throat> we'll we'll actually say they're a, they're a couple, a power mm-hmm. couple. Mm-hmm. And uh, there has been in the past a little bit of friendly banter between them in terms of who's been the more popular episodes as well which brings a bit of more spice to the to the episode. Competition, but, there's egos on the line here. <laughs> but the topic, and this is where it might get you a bit more interested, and you'll see how we've led into this with what we want to do for next year, but the topic is translating science to real-world action. So has that piqued your interest? It should. So we've spoken a lot about science. We talk about a lot about facts, the reality, the, you know, this is happening, that's happening, these are the trends. And we've just had a bit of a moan about, you know, the apathy in the world and we don't seem to be getting action. So this is going to be an episode you want to tune into because it's going to try and bring the two together. These are experts in these areas, for sure, mm. I guess. This is what they do. Um, so I don't know, how much more can we tease this out? Um It'll be our last episode for the year too. So we'll be finishing <laughs> on a high note. So Very high it. note. Yeah. So um, I think that's it. Shall we wrap it up? I'm not going to edit this. I'm just going to literally <laughs> snip the beginning, snip the end, put it in and just put a bit of the intro at the start and that's it. So you're getting this raw. I'm tired. It's been a long year. <laughs> I'm saving my energy for the last episode for the year. So uh, yeah. So that's it. So tell our listeners, thank you. Thanks for listening to our ramble. Um, and uh, we really, really hope that, uh, yeah, you dial into our 100th episode. Remember, please, to like this on your podcast platform. Subscribe where you can. All these little stats helps push us up the rankings so more people can listen and share it. Share it, share it, share it with your mum, your dad, your dog, whoever. Just share That's it. it. Yeah, Get more people listening. So... On that note, on that note, one last thing, just to reiterate, don't forget to reach out and let us know what you want to hear next year, because ultimately we're here for you guys. Um, But yeah, on that note, tune in for our next episode. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Lentil Intervention Podcast. If you found this interesting, make sure you subscribe and share it with your friends. 